This episode may include topics, references, or discussions around sexual assault, domestic violence, stalking, physical violence, or subject matters that may be disturbing to some of our listeners. We do acknowledge that this content may be difficult. We also encourage you to care for your safety and well-being. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Welcome to She Talks Peace a podcast that highlights the role of women peacebuilders around the world in bringing lasting peace and security to their communities. Eavesdrop into their conversations and get to know their stories. From the Philippines to Malaysia, from Indonesia to Palestine, from Myanmar to the United States, their dreams and their hopes for a world without violence and a world where every woman and girl can be whoever she wants to be. Hosted by Amina Rasul Bernardo, President of the Philippine Center for Islam and Democracy, and Dina Zaman, a Malaysian journalist and co-founder of Iman Research. This is She Talks Peace. Hello, everyone, our dear listeners. Welcome to She Talks Peace. This is Amina Rasul of the Philippine Center for Islam and Democracy greeting you from Manila. And my co-host, Salam Malidu Rasul. Hello everyone from Kuala Lumpur. This is Dina Zaman from Iman Research, Malaysia. Hey Dina, how are you doing? Uh, I'm good. I'm already <laughs> taking days off for holidays. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I think we all need a break. I mean, uh, we went through a lot this past two years. Yeah, COVID, yeah. etc. Yeah, a holiday would be good. And you? You, mo- you moved office and so on and so forth. Yeah. I think we're all waiting for a burnout. Yeah. What about you? Well, a little depressed. Oh. Another okay. friend died of COVID, uh-huh. and uh, I have been getting really paranoid uh, lately. And I started remembering the time I got really sick with pneumonia. That was right. a few years ago, and I had to stay in bed for a week, even more. I think ten days. Yeah. I had mm-hmm. all my meals uh, brought to the room. I had to force myself to eat, even though I had no appetite. But you know what kept my spirits up, Tina? Mm-hmm. Watching the videos of Pharrell Williams' song, Happy, from all over ah. the world. Every day I was sick. I was watching ah. Oprah do a special tribute to Pharrell because uh-huh. it seemed that people... Everywhere we're making videos, singing and dancing to this hit song on the street, in parks, in schools, in markets, even in grocery stores. Do you know that song, Dina? Oh, yeah, I do. I can't sing it, but I do. And that song really, really cheers me up as well as everyone else. Yeah, I really like that song because I'm happy. Clap along if you feel like a room without a roof. Right. 
That's you so. <laughs> I I try. My my children uh, won't agree with uh, with with agree won't agree with my singing, but I really like it. Especially the one that says "Clap along if you feel like happiness is the truth." You know, you know, Dina. I started by watching the happy uh-huh. videos in the Philippines, uh-huh. then. Uh-huh. I started looking for happy videos in places I had been to, like Kuala Lumpur. You know, you had several from Malaysia. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. Okay, I'll Google this. Okay. You better. Okay. And then one day, I thought, maybe there would be happy videos in the Middle East, in Arab and Muslim countries. And guess right. what? There were a lot oh. in the... The, the videos that I really loved and kept uh-huh. watching over and over again were the videos from conflict-affected countries um, uh, in the Middle East. And you had young people, old people. There was, uh, there was I think this was in Israel. There was an, uh-huh. an old man with a big, bushy, long beard. And okay. you had children, yeah, and you had children and old people laughing and dancing, and they were just showing off the, the beauty of their community. So, so I looked up more and more happy videos in Gaza, Palestine, uh-huh. Jerusalem, Israel. And you know, it was like peeking into humanity. People just being people, loving life, and their yeah. friends and family. In um, in Gaza, uh, the people who made the video even added their thoughts in between uh, dancing and singing. Pharrell's happy, and I, you know, I, I checked again um, what they were saying. There was one young man who said, "Happiness." is a cup of coffee and a really good book. And I thought about you. Yeah. Then <laughs> another said, happiness is without borders. And then there was one who said, everything is happiness in Palestine. Yeah. But the one I really loved was the statement of the one who said, in spite of everything that has happened, the wall and the humiliation, we are still able to smile. We are normal people. We love to dance and we love to smile. But Dina, that was 2014. Today is quite different. Yeah. I've always wondered whether, you know, our cynicism, our jadedness, if there is such a word, yeah, is probably influenced by our age and the things that we have seen. Because oh, no, 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 no. I'm a senior citizen, Dina. <laughs> okay, okay, we're all very young. We're all very young. <laughs> But, you know, there is a lot of happiness. I think I tell myself this, I mean, just like you, right? I mean, look, there are a lot of bad things happening. Look in what happened in me, the Israeli offensive on the Gaza Strip. Oh, yeah. Killed more than 260 Palestinians, 66 children. I mean, there's a lot to to worry about, to be sad about. Look at Afghanistan. Look at all the natural disasters. Look at COVID. But I also think that we have to look for happiness. We cannot be so, you know, well, there are things to be depressed about, but there are pockets of happiness and we must focus on that. I, I don't know. Do you agree with that? That's true. At least um, there's there's a light, even though small, yeah. at the at the end yeah. of the, the tunnel. But thinking about those 66 children 
in Palestine who, yeah. who died in uh, the Gaza Strip last uh, May. They can you just imagine more than 4,000 homes destroyed? Yeah. And I keep wondering, Dina, those young people in the video, the one who made the videos, I wonder how they feel today, whether yeah. they have retained any of the sense of optimism uh -huh. that, uh, that they had. Right. Maybe maybe we should ask our guest, huh? Oh, yes. Yeah, we yeah. should ask uh, Lucy Tajli. Uh, Lucy is a program coordinator at WIAM, uh, oh, the right. Palestinian Transformation Center. And this organization promotes educational, social justice, uh, human rights by working within the rural and marginalized communities of Palestine. Lucy. Uh -huh. Lucy. Oh, Lucy is a member of our network, the Women's Alliance for Security oh, great, great. Leadership. And yeah. you met, both uh, you and I, we've met, we met her. Yeah. She's been working to empower youth, women, uh, extremely marginalized groups in Palestine for the past 20 years. Uh -huh. um, Lucy is one of the founding members of Insan for Human Rights. But uh, you know what's really interesting she was born in bethlehem uh, she earned can you imagine being born in yes. bethlehem so yes. she had a bachelor's degree in social work from bethlehem university in 2003 right. a master's degree in democracy and human rights mm -hmm. from birzeit university in 2017 and now this is another thing that's really remarkable she right. was elected a member of the municipal council of bethlehem Oh, this is going to be very interesting. Oh, a yeah. Woman, you yeah, know, living and working. Wow. In Bethlehem. Yes. Yeah. When um, in 2017, Ms. Magazine chose her as their peace hero for the, her work for women's rights, uh, eradicating right. extremism and promoting a more peaceful homeland. Yeah. But you know, you know what, Dina? The first uh -huh. time I met Lucy... Uh -huh. I thought she looked too cool, way too cool to be a peace builder. But aren't we all cool? <laughs> yeah? So welcome to She Talks Peace, Lucy. Hello, Lucy. <laughs> Hello, good morning, good afternoon, ladies. I really enjoyed the, the introduction and the, how you get into this uh, discussion. Uh, it's my honor and I'm really privileged to be uh, one of the hosts uh, for your she talks peace uh, program. So Lucy, did you ever watch those videos, the happy videos in Gaza and Palestine? Yes, actually, these videos that cheer us up and sometimes it's bring uh, a smile on our yeah. faces in the time when we are really depressed, especially yeah. within, within the situations and really, really the difficult situations that we are living, especially in Gaza, uh, those videos uh, that bring us up, cheer us on, on different uh, levels. Yeah. So I, I, I have to and I have to tell you an experience happens uh, with me. Uh, I can't remember the year, but uh, once as organization, uh, me, I was leading a youth group to Paris mm -hmm. uh, with the Euromed programs that brings youth together, talking about conflict, peace, uh, dialogue, uh, culture, music. 
So in one of the nights that I gathered all the group and uh-huh. uh, I organized some um, uh, some food and uh, drinks that usually in Palestine with the gathering on the Habli Babli, which is how we, we smoke the shisha. Yeah, 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 and yeah all, the Habli Babli. Uh, yeah. yeah. All the youth is surrounding us. And one of the leaders, and uh, he stood up and he told me, Lucy, I have to ask you a question. I said, yes, please, go ahead. And do Palestinian youth taking drugs? I said, why you are saying that? He said that you are always happy. I said, (laughs) yes. Uh, Yes. You know that uh, bringing a smile and laughing, this is part of the trauma that we are trying to deal with. Yeah. So a smile and happiness is airing out our stress and bringing it upper level, not keeping it inside. Otherwise, we'll be really sick, depressed, and there will be lots of uh, executions to ourselves. So I, this, that's why I brought this experience or that uh, to you to see how we happiness yeah. compared to our life. Yeah, you know, uh, my, my mom used to say, if, right. even if you feel down, uh, force yourself to smile because then your brain will will react. But Lucy, yes. what what is the yes. situation today in in Gaza? Uh, the situation in Gaza is really frustrating. But I, before talking uh, to Gaza, uh, one of our motto as a center, as the we am the Palestinian Center for Conflict Resolution, is to serve with a smile. That's mm. our motto. Oh, that's a good motto. Yes, we serve with a smile, we serve without any charge. This is the motto that we are uh, dealing uh, with. The situation is not just in Gaza, it's really frustrating and uh, crucial, especially when it comes to the humanitarian uh, assistance. When it comes to, let's if we are talking about uh, gender, uh, gender uh, perspective, Mm -hmm. really uh, uh, it's the women, they are the victim of the ultimate, ultimate of this war. Mm-hmm. And how? How is that? The woman in a sudden, in a minute, she will find herself as a widow with five, yeah. six, seven children. Right. How to manage life. Right. She's not educated because her family dropped her from schools and she gets uh, married early. So right. this is early marriage, health issue, economic situation, Psychosocial, uh, psychosocial issue, political plus the political issue plus the poverty. People in Gaza, some of the, you know, uh, according to uh, the Bureau of Statistics, that they are living less than two dollars per day. Mm. Some of them they don't have the money even to buy a bread. And oh, also with the COVID, with the COVID, this is a huge, uh, another issue with COVID, uh, with COVID because um, the percentage of the people that they get vaccinated is really low comparing to the condensed populations that they are living in Gaza. Oh my. So I suppose plus, they, yes, yeah, plus they don't have uh, uh, medical uh, instrument or yeah. uh, me- medical yeah, devices, yeah. especially the, the oxygen devices that is really essential to use. So this is a very complex uh, situation, plus the plus, mm. the attacking yeah. that happens right. in Gaza. 
Um, Lucy, I've got a question here because, I mean, I, as a Malaysian, right, I've never been to Palestine or Israel and I only read and I hear from friends like you and other activists and peace builders. But how is it really like on the ground there on a normal day, yeah? And how did you and why did you get involved in peace building and women's empowerment? Okay, how it looks like and why. How it looks like, it looks like we are living we call it not Palestine, we call it Bandostan, which, what does it mean? Yeah, what does it mean? mean? It means that we are living in a prison, a big prison, oh. that we are not, we are not allowed to move. Like I live in Bethlehem, okay? Bethlehem uh, is far from Jerusalem, just 15 minutes. But because the, uh, of the, apartheid world that we have it's just in front of me in front of my office on daily basis i see it mm -hmm. restriction of uh, restriction of movement uh, we are allowed to go to jerusalem in uh, only feats and if you are lucky to get it either on the muslims or the christians i'm a christian and i'm waiting christmas to come and i pray mm. for god to, to give us more peace mm. in order to get more chances to go to Jerusalem and Jerusalem for us as a Christians and even for the Muslims mm -hmm. and for the Jews also, it's um, it's the place for the monastics, the three monastics. When it comes to to me as a Christians, the Holy Sepulchre is one of the main uh, place for the Christians, which is uh, we have the tomb of Jesus there. Mm. So uh, uh, Easter festival, uh, it's all there. So we, uh, we are, if we are talking about one of the internet, one of the rights as a humans, uh, 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 rights of uh, worshiping, which is we don't have it. We don't have it. The rights yeah. of uh, a movement, as I mentioned, uh, you mentioned that I did my uh, master degree in uh, in Birzeit. Yeah, Birzeit Univ University is not that far. Regular uh, hours, I can reach the university with one hour fifteen minutes. That's all. But what happens to me every time I go there due to the checkpoints? Mm. And definitely, you know, what does it mean, checkpoints? I need 10 hours to go to the university for two hours and come back each time. Oh, my time. goodness. Really, my friends, all my friends, they are, are you, you are stupid, Lucy. Why you don't, you, why you are doing this to yourself? You should uh, travel for a one year, nine months, and you will get your master degree and then you get back. I said, no, this is part of my steadfastness. This is yeah. part of the non, non violence way that I'm, that I'm usually using on daily basis, mm -hmm. coming and going every day. This is a non violence way to say to the occupation, we are there. All right. So uh, this is just, I give you just a small glimpse if we want to talk more and more and more about uh, the situation is really crucial situation. Uh, why, should, uh, why and how I ended up in the field of uh, peace building. In peace building, I'm one of those families as others that been affected uh, from the occupations. During the war 67, the first bomb that hit my grandparents' house, I lost my grandpa. Yeah, yeah. And my uncle and my uh, aunt. The three of them, they uh, 
being uh, affected from this bomb. So that was in 67. I wasn't poor. I raised in a family that we are revolutionists. We have um, we we have to fight for our rights, for our freedom, dignity, sovereignty, Palestine. So this is the way how I raised up within my family. Yeah. So uh, and um, for them, the nonviolence is a weak part. They don't believe in nonviolence. They don't believe in peace building. They believe believe what uh, gain with power. We should uh, bring it back uh, in power. Yeah, you're absolutely right. There was, was just saying, Lucy, that um, not too many people in our part of the world realize that um, in uh, Jerusalem, uh, in Israel, there are actually. Muslims and oh. Christians, Catholics uh, living there, as well yes. as Israeli Jews. So they they just see uh, Israel's all Jews. Muslims are in uh, Palestine, and the Christians somehow you know they go there as tourists to visit the holy site. They forget there are three major faiths that uh-huh. that sees. Um, uh, Jerusalem, that is Bethlehem, as an important site. I mean, we Muslims, there's the Al-Aqsa Mosque. So, but so, so they're saying that, you know, this is a, a religious war. It's not a religious war, is it, Lucy? Uh, for me, religious, I will say something before I started to this. When you say Israel, uh, Amina, uh, or Jerusalem, you have to think about that there is Palestinian living in yes. Jerusalem. And uh, yeah. it's divided between East and, and West. And right. for us, uh, Jerusalem is the capital of the Palestinian uh, too. Yeah. And uh, we have our land with the 48 and 67 that uh, through the peace process uh, with the Oslo, we agreed that and we still we call it the historical uh, Palestine. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed, in Jerusalem, we have the three monastic uh, faiths. Right. And uh, we cannot deny any right of uh, these uh, groups. But we want to feel that uh, there is no oppressed and oppression. We want to live as a human beings mm-hmm. uh, there with fully rights. If I want to go to worship, I have the right to go and worship. And uh, according mentioning that there is a Christian and Muslims and, uh, you know, the international thinks that only Muslims live in Palestine. There is no yeah. Christians. Yeah. And in, in uh, 2008, I think I was in a speaking engagement tour in the States and in one of uh, the sessions that uh, in one of the speaking uh, engagements, a, a man, he was telling me, ma'am, I want to ask you a question. I said, please go ahead. And he was saying, when I introduced myself as a Christian, and he said, oh, when did you convert it? I said, yes, I converted before 20 years when Jesus was born in Bethlehem. (laughs) So you have to know. (laughs) 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 You have to know that there's the Christians, they are living uh, in Palestine too. So, uh, yes, we are there, but uh, unfortunately, we don't feel that uh, we are uh, coexisting or living together due to mm. the uh, dehumanization of the uh, occupations on us as uh, as a humans, not as uh, as a faith people, but as a humans living under oppression. 
they keep they keep wondering how could the um, the Israeli government uh, majority of the leaders are Jews how could they actually accept the oppression visited upon another group another faith after after what they suffered through the Holocaust I don't know I don't know do, I, I really don't know. And that's why we said uh, when I uh, talk about the situation in Palestine, I will say that we are the ultimate, ultimate victim of the Holocaust. Yeah. Okay. Um, Lucy, I mean, I'm hearing this and already I'm, I'm just imagining, right? Perhaps this is pretty simple, but with all the stresses, the conflict that you see, you know, the challenges, how do you as a peace builder keep yourself sane and you know, I mean, yeah, it's a very simple question, but I feel that, you know, self-care, mental health are very important for the work you do. How do you cope with this as a peace builder? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Self-care. Lucy dances. Ah. I've seen her dance. (laughs) Uh, To be honest, uh, these days I feel like I'm really burnt out and I need to take care. Uh, Self-care, it's really important for us, but sometimes you feel that uh, there is uh, lots of important things to do in your life more than thinking about yourself, which is really uh, wrong. But um, when you see the people uh, among you, they are uh, in needs and you can cannot do something you will feel yourself that you are handicapped you cannot give more and more and that's what's happening to me especially Amina mentions that we are targeting as a centers usually we targeted the the marginalized area and the marginalized area which means they don't have even the essential part of life which is mm. uh, food accommodations you don't they don't have it in the in, in, in some people's uh, education awareness is really important for them you will find uh, a, a family with the 10 10 children and you will find maybe four five six of them they are uh, mentally or handicapped and that's due to what due to lack of awareness that there is a problems within this family they have to figure it out so this is also a part of our educational work that we are uh, doing, uh, especially with COVID. COVID has a huge impact on us as a Palestinian, as as other parts of the world. But because we are living under occupations, occupations, they are controlling I, I say it, we, they are controlling even the air that we are breathing, which means export, import, 
Yeah. Uh, These days, there's a lot of clashes between the settlers and the Palestinian people that they are trying to harvest their olives because these days we, we have the olive harvest season. Mm-hmm. So what what the settlers do? They are attacking the Palestinian, and also they are burning their uh, trees. And for us, olive trees is the symbols of us as a Palestinian. Yes. We are deep, deeply rooted in this land. Mm-hmm. They cannot take us out of this land. So they have to accept us as a human living together on this land. We, as a Palestinian and the Israeli, we should live in peace together. That's right. Lucy, you once said, as women, we have to work vertically at the national level to make the change. Uh, Also horizontally with other women to empower one another. So how are you coming along with us? Are you able to have a a strong relationship, a strong network with uh, your counterparts in... uh, in Israel? To be honest, when Israel is no, because uh, no. as I mentioned before, uh, physically we are divided. We yeah. cannot. Yeah. I cannot go to Jerusalem. Mm. They cannot come uh, come to, uh, to Palestine. So if we feel physically we are uh, divided. But when it comes to vertical and horizontal, yes, we have to work on that level. Mm. On, the vert- uh, on the vertical levels, we are working with the grassroots level. We are working with uh, the marginalized, uh, with the uh, lay peoples to empower them, equip them with different skills. But on the uh, horizontal level, we are working with the government. Because changing uh, changing law, ad- adaptation of the internationals and how the implementation scores, it has to be with the counterpart of the high-level uh, decision-maker. And uh, so this is the combination of our work on both sides, horizontal and vertical, because they are both completing each others, which we cannot mm. avoid one of uh, those. But unfortunately, the walk and the talk that we are trying to work with the with the government or with the decision makers and the political uh, part, parties uh, unfortunately they don't walk the talk yeah i will give you an example especially when it comes to women participation on decision making and especially when it comes to the elections and the quota according uh, to uh, legislative councils we have the 20% quota and we were calling for more more and more so what we did, we had to sign a memorandum of understanding with the political parties because the political parties, they are the one that they decided who run, who should be there for the elections. So they signed for 30%. But unfortunately, even they signed for it and they betray us. What we get, only 20%. So now... The women organizations uh, and also the men alliance with that the works with women, we are calling for 50 50 percent, mm-hmm. which is I know, I know ourselves we are so ambitious to call for 50 50, but at least if they bargain with us to reach that, that's 50, right, 50, <laughs> that that's would right. be great. Yeah. <clears throat> So what do they say, Lucy? You you reach for the stars so that when you come down, it's still high. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and then the, we have to. 
yeah, yeah. My next question would be, as you know, Lucy, you know, for many, many Muslim countries like Malaysia, right? The Palestinian issue is very close to their heart. So there's a lot of humanitarian effort, yeah? But, and I wonder that while, of course, humanitarian efforts help are very much needed in this situation, right? Could there be more that we can do for you and your country? Apart from sending... Yes. No. <clears throat> well, uh, humanitarian assistance, really, it's one of the essential uh, things that we need, especially these days. Humanitarian assistance, food, uh, health uh, sectors, that we are in dire need. You, you know that in Bethlehem right now, we don't have any hospital for the covid Wow. Even, uh, yes, to accept any COVID uh, persons with COVID. We don't have it until now. Right. Uh, I think in, uh, I think also Malaysian, uh, they are uh, really uh, uh, supporting us on the educational level too. Right. Uh, like uh, giving scholarships for students, being there, taking part. But also, there is another important aspect that the government should work on, which is put impression on uh, imp- uh, put uh, impressed to uh, to put pressure on the Israeli government in different mm-hmm. way to accept the two state solutions uh, uh, to respect the human rights, uh, no violation for uh, human uh, rights, these things. But I guess Israel, they don't see any any country in the world except themselves. Even they have the big Uncle Sam with them, they, oh, they yeah. are supporting them. To be honest, we felt in, in, uh, in some of the votes for, uh, uh, for Palestine, even from the Arab and Islam, Islamic country, mm-hmm. uh-huh. they betrayed us. Oh. Yeah. I can, I can yes. feel, I can feel your, your pain because uh, for all of the calls yeah. of our Yes, Arab brothers are the leaders. Uh, you don't really see much of the impact of their assistance. It's uh, a lot of talk, but right. like you said, Lucy, uh, Lucy, they're not walking. They're not walking the talk. Yes, and also let's say if we do, even if we look at the Gulf or the Arab Arab countries, they are acting with Israel that there is nothing. In, uh, for the, uh, the Islamic country, let's say, t- take about the Emirates and these things. These mm. days, they are nor- normalizing with Israel as there is nothing and there is no Palestine. And there is Al-Aqsa Mosque, yeah. the second Islamic uh, holy places for them. Yeah, They don't see it. They don't see it. They see their benefit with the co- uh, normalizing with uh, with Israel. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, and I'm really glad that Lucy was very, very frank about how I mean our Muslim brothers and sisters, right? Well, but, you know, Lucy. Lucy. Frank is her middle name. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, I'm glad because a lot of people tend to put a foot about this. You know, I mean, it's all very glamorous to see the OIC and all, but what is really happening? What are we really doing for our, not just, okay, for humanity, you know? I don't want to segmentize people by the race or faith. What are we doing for humanity? You know, I think- And also, we, we, don't, we don't want to keep, uh, yeah. we want to have to create our own states. 
yeah full wed powered uh, industrial i know that it's really a dream it's a dream the dream should come through one day palestine will be there one day yeah it's so worth, that's it's why we are dreaming yes And we don't want to beg to beg the international to give us like some donations uh, yeah, yeah, to yeah. keep uh, running our life. Yeah, we want to be stable in our financial economy. Like these days, Israelis they are controlling all the uh, the Palestinian money, and they are not allowing the Palestinian Authority to get the money out in order to give uh, the employee that works with the government. Lucy, I know that yes. you're not a fan of uh, the former president of the United States, Donald Trump. You were saying that the transfer of the U.S. embassy was uh, yeah. was built on a bridge of Palestinian bodies. But I, I wanted to find out, are you a little bit more hopeful now that the president is Biden? There is nothing to give us hope from that ah. side anyway, until now. There is no hope. And they are not returning uh, back there, uh, what they mentioned before. Mm. And what they are doing, nothing for us. I, I told you, they, they they don't see us okay. as a Palestinian. And uh, comparing to the other parts, which is uh, the other uh, conflict parties, which is the Israelis, they have the asymmetry is not there. So there's mm-hmm. the equation is always we are down and they are up. Mm-hmm. So what's the way forward, Lucy? How do well, you come uh, closer to your dream? First, we keep we have to keep our struggle in a nonviolent way. Uh, we need uh, to keep working and advocating the international on our cause. Our uh, ambassadors in different parts of the world, they should work harder mm-hmm. to let the world know about the cause of the Palestinians and uh, to get more alliance that they believe in us as a Palestinians, that we are living under uh, the oppressions and we need to live our life as a humans uh, comparing to, to others. And I guess uh, uh, Palestine is the last... Co- uh, Uh, part of the world that they still are living under occupation. People, they think that it's only a conflict between Israel-Palestine. It's not just a real conflict. It's a conflict. It's occupation. People taking your land, people taking your house, and you being kicked out of your house. No one can accept it. You know, when you when you think about about your situation, And the situation of um, some of our sisters, the ones who are still caught in Afghanistan, for instance, you just go crazy. But, yeah. but yes. Lucy, Dina asked you this uh-huh. earlier. Yeah. On, a, on a daily basis, what is it that, that you do? What is it that you need to do to keep, uh, to keep sane? What does an, uh, a normal Palestinian family do when they see all of these horrible things happening? How do they keep that little shred of happiness that they used to feel. Okay, I will tell you. Mm. We always make makes fun of our bad situation. Uh-huh. Uh, in, the mo- in the morning, let's say, okay. Palestinian life, in the morning, you wake up, you went uh, to the bathroom to wash your face, 
you open the tap. There is no water. <laughs> oh, mom, there is no water. What we should do? <laughs> the water comes from where? Who control the water? Mm. Is Israel control the water? Mm. So what basically we are trying to, we'll get uh, and buy, you have to have money in order to buy mineral water to wash your face. Oh my on that goodness. Day. Yes, believe me, lack of water, shortage of water, sometimes, especially summertime, we spend a month without having a drop of water in our tanks. Oh, it's not wow. a running water. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So what do you do? So if you have money, you yeah. buy uh, you buy water and you put it in the tanks. If you don't have money, you have to keep trying to struggle until the last, minute until you get the water right. and buying a water is not that cheap filling a tanks is around 100 dollars. oh my goodness and that's good for how many days uh 10 days whoa endless yes okay. wow that's that's yes, like yes. that's like me washing my face with Evian. yeah yes good Lord. i I did an operation. You remember when I told you that I did my, uh, an operation in my hip? Yes. Okay. Because it was really very complicated uh, case. I had to do it in Jerusalem. Going uh-huh. to Jerusalem, which means I have to get a permit from the Israeli authority to cross the borders. Uh, I brought a papers from the a document from the... Uh, from the um, hospitals that uh, uh, first I need to do checking uh, x-ray and these things in the hospital before having the they gave me I did the operations in Jerusalem but after after that I have to after one month I have to see the doctor again to check if everything is fine I applied again to get a permit to go to Jerusalem and they refused to give me a permit to go to Jerusalem Hmm. So I didn't see the doctor again since the operation. So not, not, but but do you can can you do teleconsultation like now? Can you sort of use no, no. or they're monitoring that as well? No, you, you cannot do that monitoring. Uh, this is a body check. It's not just uh, a virtual uh, by Zoom. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and yeah. if you if if you want to see how we travel, this is another huge issue. As a Palestinian, the only way for me to travel to any part of the world is through Jordan. Yeah, because as a Palestinian, I'm not allowed to travel from uh, Tel Aviv. Uh huh. So I have to cross the border to Jordan, and crossing the border is crossing the hell. You have yes. to cross three borders, especially yes. summer times with thousands and thousands of people. And you have to cross the border. Plus the huge amount of money that you have to spend on the borders in order to cross the borders. Yeah. yeah. So it's not j- just a hassle, uh, physical hassle. It's also financial uh, hassle for us. In, you know, Lucy, it's, when you were talking about crossing the borders, um, I just remembered... Um, a story told by a friend. He happens to be an Israeli ambassador, but he's Christian and he has an Arab name. Mm-hmm. And um, he he talked once about him and his family uh, crossing 
a checkpoint or a border. I don't know, I think they were going to the airport or something like that. And the way they were searched and interrogated, and the, and the guy is an ambassador of Israel, <laughs> but because he has an Arab name, <laughs> I mean, all, all of this... Um, all of these terrible things that you know, I guess some people are are there within the Israeli government trying to to change um, change the system. But Lucy, before we go, tell us about the WIAM Center, the Palestinian Transformation Center, and maybe you could maybe the people who are listening to us today can do something to connect or to to help you know, attain the objectives of the WIAM Center? Yes, uh, um, starting with the, what people can uh, do for us as a center. Uh, they can help, a lot, uh, help us a lot in order to keep running our work through different ways. Uh, uh, these days it's really hard to send uh, volunteers, but also the nation is really an essential, uh, an essential uh, uh, part to keep uh, running our works. As the, we are a grassroots that established in Bethlehem in 1994, and it's uh, the aims to improve the quality of the relation and promote peace, justice, and cultural acceptance, reconciliation in our community. Also, we am strives alongside other forces in the community to build a society based on active participation, citizenship, democracy, norms and values, and the separation of the four powers, executive, legislative, judicial, and uh, the media. And uh, the value of our work, we are trying to improving the intercommunal relation and promoting peace, means of transformation, reconciliation, and peace building fostering dialogue and recognizing it as a sense of human relationship. Building a culture of peace, Mm, acting about restorative justice, seeking gender mainstreaming and equality as a means to empower women and girls' participation in public and political life as equal to men. These values and our missions with transform it in different uh, programs that we are dealing with when it comes to we have we, we our beneficiaries is the whole family when mm. it comes to psychosocial supports and uh, awareness legal uh, we give legal advice also we have different programs uh, when it comes to women and peace building we need more women to be taking a lead because uh, in our culture as a patriarchal cultures we are still struggling a lot in order uh, to be in a positions as a decision makers. And also we have children prize these days, every Friday we have different uh, a program. Is there a, a website or a yes, way? Yes, we have a, yes, we have our uh, website and our Facebook. Uh, our website is alislah.org. Uh, uh, and the meaning of al-islah also, which means uh, restorations, uh, the relationship. Can you spell and, that, uh, Lucy? Uh, yes, uh, www.alaslah.org. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. And also the name of we am, it's a classical Arabic word, which means the cordial relationship and the harmony. And this is, or and also the agape. Ah, okay. Oh. Is that similar to, yeah. uh, no, no, kairos is something very different. It's make, it's the right time for making a decision, right? You, you also have kairos. a kairos initiative. Yes, I'm one of the co-author of Kairos Initiative. Kairos is, uh, uh, we call it a moment of truth, and it's a momentum uh, trying to advocate the world uh, for us as uh, Palestinian Christians. Uh, uh, This document is based on uh, the Bible, the Bible talking about uh, the oppression, talking about occupation as a sinner, and uh, calling uh, the international to interact in different way. And that's a part of Kairos. Wow, that's, that's really a lot to to process, Dina. I, need to, <laughs> I, 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 think, I think we need to, to get Lucy once her, her operation has healed and she's all good. So that we can we can do some some dancing again, some da- Palestinian uh, dancing. That would be lovely. I miss those days, and <laughs> yeah, you know, I miss that too. <laughs> for me, uh, you know, for me being among sisters, uh, especially with ICANN forums that we used to have it every year, and it's been two years. Yeah, I felt so down and depressed because yeah. I used to get my energy from my sisters amongst me during uh, this forum. Yeah, me too. Me too. But but the, the second best thing is uh, our, our Thursday chats. And let's keep our fingers crossed that this pandemic is going to uh, be addressed and, and we can go to the Maldives and visit Mariam. Can't wait. And I will spend definitely maybe five <laughs> days after the forum there. Sleeping yeah. and resting. Yeah. You, you yes, make sure yes. you're coming, Dina. Yeah. Uh, well, it is. Yeah, before it sinks, right? It's supposed yes, to be sinks, before you know? it sinks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. God, we 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 need that. And yeah. uh, our message to the internationals, maybe before uh, ending, our message to the international ancestors that the Palestinian people exist in this land and we are uh, struggling and steadfast to have our own uh, states as a Palestinian state with the sovereignty and we live in uh, dignity. And that's yeah. why we participated and what we call it Oslo Agreement and what we also, what we got from Oslo, only a Swiss cheese, bits of pieces here oh and there. Goodness. If you look at the map and see Palestine and what kind of sovereignty that we are, actually we don't have any sovereignty because in a minute the Israelis, if I, I will show you the window from my work, 
you will see I'm I'm living in Pal- in Palestine and the soldiers in front of me the mm. separation wall and the apartheid wall in in front of me what i believe one day the wall will fall and we'll yeah. have our own state inshallah god willing inshallah. yeah, yeah. So, so thanks so much lucy for making the time i wish we could actually uh, do the video chat so we could see yeah. the wall from your from your roof and see the the conditions but um, well you never can tell once we have improved access to uh, to the internet and the better facilities we just might be able to do that if we can go yeah. and visit you in in palestine yeah come and see really uh, this is one of uh, the message that we are telling the internationals you have to come and see you are seeing the picture from the media and the media yeah. is not giving you the right way on the ground what is happening on the reality so come and see it's an open message it's an open invitation to the international or for the people who are hearing uh, uh, me when the times give yeah. you the chance to come please you will be exploring yeah political social culture economic normal life yeah so what say you dina are we are we going to palestine inshallah i think it'll be good <laughs> this is a motherland no <laughs> yeah the motherland you yeah. are most welcome and i will be your tour guides giving you all the <laughs> space to see yeah inshallah well this is a very intense talk you know i mean i'm glad i'm learning but it does make me think that we have to check our privileges you know many people in the muslim world or in other worlds don't really they can only imagine what's happening there but they're not yeah. living it yeah amina yeah absolutely absolutely right yeah. i mean we when uh, when we do our annual meetings in the women's alliance for security leadership yeah. and uh, lucy shares Right. There's never enough enough time because there're like what 40 of us from different uh, areas of conflict there's never enough time and I think this yeah. is the the one time that we've actually dealt more deeply in what's happening in yeah. uh, in Palestine and uh, it's really wonderful that Lucy could uh, join us the rock star of peace building yes. Lucy <laughs> Thank you so much Lucy <laughs> That was you are more it's too short and of course definitely things like this it should be talked about every day or at least at a greater length but we only have 45 minutes it's time yeah. to go right i mean mm. yeah and in the meantime i'm going to turn on uh, my youtube again and watch uh, farel's uh, happy yeah. song in gaza because yeah. uh, i'm happy that lucy's with us and uh, Dina you can clap along if you feel yeah. like happiness is the truth because okay. I'm happy <laughs> we need to get the video <laughs> you have to watch that all right so thank you so much that Lucy works. and for all of those listening to us and yes. uh, inspired by what Lucy has been doing in uh, in Palestine thanks for listening yeah. to us
Right. And we hope that uh, you stay connected and you can find a way to support Lucy and uh, Wiam. This is Amina Rasul uh, yeah. saying bye for now from Manila. And thanks for listening to She Talks yeah. Peace. Thank you, everyone. Today was a very, not intense, but a very sad and also educational podcast, at least for me, uh, where I can only imagine, just like many of us, uh, thank you for listening in. And I would like to say thank you to Lucy. I learned a lot and I think I have to learn a lot more about your country. Thank you. Thank you for giving me uh, the chance to educate some of the world on the Palestinian issue. Thank you. See you soon. See you in the Maldives, Lucy. See you. She Talks Peace is brought to you in partnership with Podcast Network Asia and Podmetrics, the easiest way to monetize your podcast. For more information, check out their website at podcastnetwork.asia and podmetrics.co. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.